Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show with your host, Jason Brown, where each week Jason teaches you how to get yourself and your clients brutally strong and, of course, well conditioned. What's up, everyone? Jason here for another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned. Thank you for joining me back. This episode, I'm going to talk about how to choose the right training program for you. Now, this is my second attempt recording this because I just tried to record this episode and I was confusing myself because there are so many things that we look at as coaches, but those same things we look at as coaches, you might not be looking at as an individual. So how do we make this easy? The first step is, in my mind, is we need to reverse engineer. We need to look at just kind of some basic things. Now, we can certainly look deeper under the hood at things that you know are, are important factors when considering a new training program. But I think if we just make this as simple as possible, and in my first attempt at the show, I was not making it as simple as possible. I was talking about stress levels and talking about my sleep and all those things are certainly important. But for you, the end user, it's about just kind of what are the, what are the most important things that I need to think of so I can choose the right training program? The first thing that you need to think about is how much time can you devote to your training? If you can devote three hours a week to your training, then doing a six-day-a-week program, probably not the right fit. We can easily cross out a number of programs just by figuring out what is the most amount of time that I am willing or can I devote to my training program? That is going to allow you to weed out a number of programs. Now, there are thousands of programs online. I was actually just talking to people from Train Heroic uh, yesterday, and unbeknownst to me, there's 10,000 coaches in Train Heroic. I'm happy to say we're in the point uh, top 0.25% in terms of how many subscribers we have, which is, makes me really happy because at the end of the day, I always say results are king, and that anyone, any coach can get you results for 90 days. It's the difference maker is past those 90 days, one, two, three, four years down the road. I am in the business of getting you results for the rest of your life, not for 90 days. 90 days is, in my mind, a fucking joke. Anyone can get you results in 90 days. Um, so when we're thinking about longevity, long-term process here, and making the right decisions as far as programs, we need to think very, just in a very simplistic way, how much time can I devote to my training? Now, I, I find that at this stage of my career, it has changed quite a bit. Um, back when I owned a gym and I was programming for the masses, I just kind of assumed that people would come at least five days a week. And that was what we saw back then. I saw that most people would come between Monday and Friday. And then weekends were like a bonus. Some people would get it in. Some people wouldn't. Um, you know, it was, it was again, an added bonus. It was almost like an optional training session for most people. But I would see a very committed group of people that would show up pretty consistently Monday through Friday. And, you know, as such, I wrote the programming in a way to benefit them. Now, thinking back, looking back now, and then fast forwarding to present day, would I do things different? Yes, I would program in a different way. I would program as if people were only going to come three days a week, because I bet my own biases affected more people. I bet it wasn't actually if I looked at the data now, I, be, I bet it was actually not the way I thought it was. Um, but again, our own biases impact the way we program as coaches. And I was very much kind of, I don't want to say I was, um, you know, the only way of thinking was conjugate for me, but I was very much bought into the conjugate way of training. And I believed that to be the way 
for even for general population people that just want to look better, feel better. And that's how I programmed. Um, but again, you know, fast forward to present day, you know, this, this is a, a long time ago. Now we're talking, um, you know, this is back in 2016, 2017, I would program more for the three time a week person, which to me would dictate a completely different style of training. So the first question to ask, how often can you train? Look at programs that um, fit within that uh, equation. Now, if you're someone that has six days a week to train, or let's just say you have five or more, maybe six is the uh, is the kind of optional day for you that you do sometimes and, and not others, then there are a lot of directions you could go. My CXC program is the program for those people. The people that use CXC are people that are training five plus days per week. And that is a very specific program to that population. They're people that have a lot of experience with training. They know how to set up bands. They, they know how to move very well. They've done, you know, if you ask any person on CXE, what is your max deadlift? They'll, they'll be able to tell you what their max deadlift is, or at least a recent number, uh, recent being within the last year. So, you know, again, that's a very specific program for a specific individual. Is it the right program for you? It may or may not be. Um, now, as I have evolved in my own training and coaching, I have seen that a lot of people fit into a different training split, a full body training split. Um, and it just generally works better for more people. So again, now that we figured out how many days a week can we train, that's going to open up the possibilities for the training split. If you are someone that is training six days a week, a body part split will work well for you, assuming your goals are hypertrophy. If you are someone that's training six days a week, CXE will work great for you, um, You know, assuming you have the level of experience needed to execute that program. Now, as we go down to say four days a week, now we start, again, we start kind of uh, losing some of the effectiveness of a program like CXE. You can certainly do all four strength days, but you're obviously not going to get any conditioning in. And how does that play out with someone like you? Well, I don't know because I don't know you, but if let's assume that you are, um, you've got a strong endurance background, you've got a low resting heart rate, you probably could get away with skipping the conditioning. Conversely, if you do not have a strong endurance background and maybe your resting heart rate is higher, then you would be best you know, more suited to have some conditioning, at least one of those conditioning sessions to make it a little bit more well-rounded. Um, so again, to make this as simple as possible for you, we look at how many days a week can you train? And then we reverse engineer from there. Now we start thinking about the goals, right? Because now that we know exactly how many days a week we can train, we can insert the right program for that goal. Now, there are so many different options and I don't know what else is out there for available. I've done, you know, tons of programs in throughout my career as a coach, other coaches programs. Um, but at this stage of the game, you know, you've got a lot of different things happening. You've got kind of the functional fitness, functional training category, which is what, where I would put myself because, um, that to me means that there's going to be some priority placed on conditioning. Uh, whereas you might have something that is more hypertrophy, a body part split, where cardio, you know, this kind of an afterthought. It's like, oh, I'll do 30 minutes of car steady state cardio. Okay, well, that's all well and good, but what does that mean? The people I work with want to know what they're doing for conditioning, and they want some variety to it, too. You, they don't want to just go, you know, walk on a treadmill for an hour or whatever it is. Um, they want some variety to their conditioning. So the type of individual you are will certainly play into what is the right training program for you? Now, if you look at things like your training history, think about things that have you have enjoyed doing. 
if you enjoyed CrossFit, then, you know, going, continuing down the functional training path, maybe a smarter version where you're doing less of just kind of the, the beat downs and less intensity, overall intensity might be the way to go. On the other hand, you might be someone that still wants to utilize gymnastics and Olympic lifting. And you might be someone that is still kind of like, you know what? I like the beat down. If you are, then there is a place for you. There are programs that will, will fit you into that. Um, if you're someone that likes this 90, you know, two, two hour training session, there are directions for you to go. Now I'm not here to tell you that my program is the program for you. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, if you like the 90 minute beat down, I am not the right coach for you. If you like doing Olympic lifting and high skill gymnastics, I am not the right coach for you. If you want to train, um, you know, balls to the wall in every session, I'm not the right coach for you. So if that doesn't, you know, give you an idea of what is the right fit for you, then, you know, there, again, there are various things to consider here, but I think the most simplistic way would be reverse engineering from training frequency, training style, looking at what you've had success with in the past. What did you enjoy doing? Cause it's not just about what was the most effective. It's also about what you enjoyed doing. The common like the sediments I hear from people that come to me is like, I don't want to insert whatever Olympic lift. I don't want to do this. And you know, a lot of people, you know, have come from CrossFit and say, I don't want to do snatches or I don't want to do whatever, you know, any higher skill thing that takes a high level of skill. A lot of people just want to kind of get in and train the foundational movement patterns. Um, they want some level of conditioning that's fun. And it's not just the kind of the same old boring thing where it's, you know, I, I kind of call that lazy conditioning. It's like two 30 minutes of cardio. I don't even know what that means. What zone is that? Is that zone f five? Or well, obviously for 30 minutes, it'd be very tough <laughs> to do that. It'd be nearly impossible, but you get my drift I, giving some guidance as, as to what exactly we are expecting um, them to do. How should it feel? you know, what should it look like? What are the modalities that I'm using? Um, there are various things that need to be included for that to be uh, concise. On the other hand, you might be someone that just wants to do 30 minutes of mindless cardio. That's perfectly fine. If that's the case, then again, I'm probably not the right fit for you because my conditioning will have a little bit more pieces to it and not be as straightforward as just do 30 minutes of cardio. I think that there's certainly a time and a place for that. There are days when I just want to, you know what, Maybe it's a, a a zone two aerobic day that I'm doing. There are some days that I just want to, you know, do the ski erg and bike for 30 to 40 minutes and just rotate back and forth between the two and not do anything else. That's kind of, you know, sometimes, sometimes that happens in terms of just how I'm feeling. Maybe I'm sore. Um, maybe I'm starting a new block of, of training and I'm the soreness is just higher on any given week. Those are, those are certainly, um, you know, times when I would utilize that approach, but more times than not, there's going to be direction there. So now that we've established that looking at the training frequency, I think that's the biggest factor there is. It really is because if you're doing a, a program that's five days a week and you can only train three days, a lot of times I see people will try to like fit it in. They try to combine like, all right, well, I'm going to combine Monday and Tuesday. And, you know, on my end, that's not something like I don't write my programs for someone to combine days. I put the perfect amount in my mind, at least for the people I work with, I put the perfect amount of volume, uh, you know, as far as exercise selection, as far as volume, as far as the overall intensity, uh, each session is very well thought out and strategically planned. It's not just like, Hey, let's do these exercises. And then on top of that, let's add another day because we can only train three days a week. If you are asking the question, what do I do? If it's probably the wrong program for you, 
You know, what do I do if I can't train Fridays? Well, I'm doing a six day a week program and Fridays is the main day. And yes, you know, you could probably do it another day of the week. But if you have a six day a week program that is optimal when done six times per week and you're trying to do uh, do it in five days, then there's a problem. You can't, it's not just as easy as adding another day or doing another, doing two days in one session, because now not only are you going to be really burning the candle at both ends, but I mean, that's a really, really long session. Okay. Two hours to train. What's the level of intensity going to be across two hours? I like to keep the sessions 60 minutes where you're, you know, it's, it's high level of intensity. It's high level of intent. And the emphasis is on the quality, not the quantity. Okay. So if you're in a position where you're doing that, then I'd say it's probably time to look elsewhere and maybe consider a program that has less sessions. Now, I used to be someone that thought I would rather give people more than less. So for instance, I all both my programs, CXE and Evolve, both have seven days of programming. The seventh day is an active recovery day. It's not really, I mean, I don't even want to really call it. It's something is programmed and planned, but it's more corrective, restorative. There's no resistance. There's no, uh, you know, real, you're not going to have any, any type of delayed onset muscle soreness from it. It's going to be very restorative in nature in terms of, um, how it's designed. But my point being is that I used to think that if I had seven days, you know, would it be better than having six? And now, you know, again, my logic has changed a little bit. I almost think that having less overall days where it's like, Hey, these are the days you need to do. This is the three day a week program. You do three days. <laughs> this is a four day a week program. You do four days. I honestly almost think that's better now. Um, but you know, you live, you learn. And that's kind of, I, I'm, I'm still doing it the same way where I do provide that active recovery day. Not many people use it, um, but it is there for those that will use it. And it's, it's one of those things. It's not a game changer. If you do it, are you going to get so much better? Or if you don't do it, are you going to not get so much better? That's, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that's negligible. It's good if you do it. It doesn't really matter if you don't, though. Uh, however, on Team Evolve, we do have a sixth optional day of training that is more of a strongman style endurance, sled pull, loaded carry, push, very valuable day. But again, not a game changer. You can train Monday through Friday and still get great gains. So the next thing to consider here is your goal. If your goal is simply to look better and feel better and you're doing an Olympic lifting program, then again, <laughs> why? Why are you doing an Olympic lifting program if you just want to look better in a bathing suit? It's It seems to me like that would be a lot of time and energy spent on the wrong thing. Olympic lifting is not going to make you look better. I get it. It's cool. It's sexy. It's explosive, but it doesn't support your goals. So it has to support your goals. The program has to support your goals. If you're doing a CrossFit program to get better for the CrossFit Open and you want to look better, feel better, again, another question, and this is the question I used to pose to CrossFit gyms I work with. If your clients just want to look better and feel better and you're having them snatch three days a week, well, why? What, I mean, what, what is the logic for that? Oh, it's functional. Again, <laughs> why though? Why are we doing something that doesn't lead us in the right direction? Your time is finite. Spend it on the right things. Don't spend it on things that, just don't provide you any return on investment. If you were investing in a stock that only, you know, um, only had losses, would you continue to invest in that same stock? Probably not. And, I, and just for the record, I know nothing about stocks. I'm probably not even using the right uh, verbiage to describe it. But needless to say, if you had an investment that was, 
you know, you were losing money on, you wouldn't continue to invest in the same thing. And I think training programs are no different. They're an investment in yourself, your health, your fitness, obviously. And, you know, it has to support your lifestyle. So really kind of the, the main thing to put together here is the program has to support you as an individual. It has to be in alignment with your lifestyle. And, you know, that really answers all the questions because when we think about, is it support your goals? Well, my goals are to look better, feel better. Okay, check. We're, we're doing a lot of hypertrophy work. We do a lot of foundational movement patterns. You know, we're not wasting time on things like, you know, Olympic lifting. Um, okay, so that's good. Number two, does it support your lifestyle? Well, I can only train three days a week in a six-day-a-week program. Well, then maybe it's not the right program. Or maybe, you know, you're using a body part split and you're only training three times per week. Again, not the right deal for someone like you. You'd probably be better off looking into more of a full body approach and being more efficient with your time. So I hope all of that makes sense. As I originally stated, my first episode was, uh, you know, my first attempt at this trying to break this down in a very simplistic way failed. <laughs> and that's why we're on round two trying to do this right. But like I said, if we could just boil this down into a very simplistic form, I think that a lot of us want to overcomplicate this process. We want to like look for the secret answer. There is no secret answer. The secret answer is doing very simple things and doing them well. Squat, hip hinge, lunge, push, pull, carry, doing those things very, very well. If you're training three times per week and you're using a chest and, and legs and or push, pull legs or whatever, a body part split, and you always feel like you're not really covering all your bases, then you're probably not. If you're using a CrossFit program and you only want to look better, then it's probably not the right program. Don't try to cram yourself into someone else's uh, program because it looks good. A lot of times we get lost in the sexiness, and I'll be the first one to tell you. I see things on social media that sometimes makes me like double. You know, I, I, um, I, I'm like, wait, is that? Is that a good program? Should I look at that? I mean, I'm I'm I fall into the same trap where I see a great post and there are guys out there that are able to really sexify this stuff and make it look really cool. It looks effective. The question is 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 it effective for you? And it's certainly probably effective for someone. But it may not be the right fit for you. So know that. Last point, if you want to skip all of this process, hire a professional coach. Skip the guesswork. This is why I charge a lot. This is why I have people work with me long-term on one-on-one because we skip the guesswork. I figure out what the right approach for, is for you. And we go we go that way through a movement assessment. We look at a conditioning test. We look at your lifestyle. We take all those factors and we write you a one-off program specifically written for you, not you know, uh, a cookie cutter program. Now my programs in train work are phenomenal programs, but they're not written for any one individual. So they will never have that going. But, you know, again, if you are able to look at what is the right thing for you and, and reverse engineer in terms of frequent training frequency and just making sure it aligns with you and your lifestyle, that is a great place to start. I hope that helps guys. See you on the next show. This was another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. And be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. 